When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Join Jessica Smith on the Like a Girl podcast, where she defies odds, shares inspiring stories, and empowers women to embrace their inner leaders. Tune in for a transformative journey. So here I am. I'm pregnant with my second son. And I'm realizing that this was a bad decision. This is not going to work. And how the heck am I going to get out of this? This guy's on parole. They have released him to parole in Chicago because he's married. He doesn't know anyone or he doesn't have any family in Chicago. So all I could think about is what is he going to do? So I tell him, Hey, it's over. This isn't working out. We need to part ways. Like, what is he, what is he, what does that look like for him? And so per usual, I'm just, I just have this, this guilt, this obligation of course I'm wrestling with I picked the wrong guy because I have Ramon in my ear every other day as I'm discussing which now I know was a very poor choice on top of the poor choice in discussing things that are happening in my marriage with him because of course you know, well, that's who you pick and you made a you made that choice. So there's just a lot going on at this point. And I'm I'm depressed. I had lost quite a bit of weight, probably a good fifty, sixty pounds on my weight loss journey before getting married and that's back and then some so I'm back to this double life and that is things are great the moment I step into those doors at direct buy and everything after that is just really bad. So I'm also really thankful that my mom at this point, she is with us. She's not completely on track, but as long as she is with us or in our home or I need her to help with the kids, she's good. And 
I, I, I talked about this piece to my therapist because a part of me even felt like part of my decision of deciding to have another kid at this point, I didn't realize until, you know, really, really talking about it. But I think somewhere in the back of my head, I knew that if I had another kid that my mom would step up and help. And that would mean that she would have to be clean. So as crazy as that may sound, it was like that was um, more good that could come out of it. But like I said, ultimately, I felt like I was getting older. Um, I, I didn't want to regret just putting my whole everything into working and not having more children. So there's a lot that went into the decision of having my second son, but I'm drowning in that decision in my thoughts at this moment in, in my journey. Meanwhile, work is, is, is great. As a matter of fact, so I have, and, and I was just um, organizing today and I found some of my old journals with my goals. And of course, it's so exciting to see things that you wrote down as your goals and uh, remembering just the journey and the grit and the fight that you went through to make sure that you achieve that. And one of the things that I saw written in my journal today is um, my goal of owning a home. So I am so proud at that moment. I have that going. I've also achieved my goal of earning the number one director of the year in all the U.S. and Canada at Direct Buy, which was not, as far as I know, I don't think anyone had ever done that more than once. And that was a big goal of mine. So I achieved that. And I remember when we were at that conference and after I received my award and I said my speech. I'll never forget Jonathan was there with me and one of the other owners came up to me afterwards and he said, I have to share with you, it was the sweetest thing ever. And I'm like, what? And he said, I was in the bathroom and your son was in the bathroom and he thought he was in there by himself and he was in the mirror, you know, imitating like he was the announcer and he's had this whole thing that he was saying and I want to introduce you today, 
she is. And he was, you know, just saying, you know, his, his whole thing, the number one director of the year, Jessica Manning. And he said it was just, it was, it was so cute. He said he is really, really proud of you. And that, that really made me feel good. I know that, um, that he was proud. I spent a lot of time at work and Jonathan had a lot. He had a lot to kind of fend for himself at an early age. But, you know, I always made sure that he was good and I always made sure that he understood that, you know, I, I've made some poor decisions and I got this opportunity and I have to work really hard for us. And he was just, he was, he was a great, great kid, um, really understanding. And I was just so thankful that he loved me unconditionally. So I, I really do think that God knew what he was doing when he made me a boy mama because there's something about them boys and their mama that is just different. And they love and they protect and they respect differently than girls when it comes to their mom. And I'm just, I, I'm, I'm super thankful for my boys. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's back to this double life. And again, I'm just, I'm, I'm praying and, and I'm believing and I wake up and I open my eyes praying and go to sleep, closing my eyes, praying. And this has been as long as I can remember. It's just very natural for me to do that now because I believe God has always heard my prayers. He has always answered my prayers. He has never turned his back on me regardless of how many stupid mistakes that I've made. So I remember getting off of work one day and I'm driving home and I notice I'm being pulled over, but there are two detectives that are pulling me over. And of course, I'm super nervous at seeing that they're in playing car, not officers. And they asked me um, if I would follow them down to the station. And I said, for what? They said, well, um, are you Jessica Manning? Do you live at this address? Do you work at Direct Buy? Yes, yes, yes. Well, we have some questions we want to ask you. And I'm thinking, 
shit, I know I have not broken the law in a very, very, very long time. I have been living a straight, narrow life. What the hell? So I said, okay. And I remember my sister, and I remember I used to live with a police officer, and she taught me a lot. And one of the things that she always said was, if you know you didn't do anything wrong, you need to cooperate and um, answer the questions. And so I don't remember why I didn't think to call anyone. I, I was just nervous. I knew I didn't do anything wrong. I'm thinking, I have no idea what this is about. Maybe this is about um, the ex-boyfriend. Maybe this is about my brother. That's the thoughts that were going through my head. But I followed them to the police station. I got there. We got in the room. And they first thing they say is, is this your husband? And they show me a picture. And I'm like, yeah. Why? What did what did he do? And they just start asking me a million questions. I was there for hours and I can't even, I, I just remember being there for a long time and just being drained and just thinking like, what the hell did he do? So out of you know, respect for his privacy. I won't go into details, but he was arrested that day. And here I am again. And I can't help but to have my first reaction be, thank you, Lord. But then I felt bad because this guy has been in jail for so many years and he's going back to jail for um, many years. And it, it, I just, I, 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 I felt, um, I, I was torn between my feelings, but I couldn't help but to feel that God has answered my prayers once again and gotten me out of this situation that I had no idea how to get myself out of this situation. So um, now, by the way, this is fast forward. Xavier is already born and he's about a year or two old at this point. And of course, there's so much that happened in between there. But in the overall scheme of things, you know, it it could have been worse. It was definitely nothing like being in a relationship with a heroin addict that was abusive. And I think that that 
unfortunately is kind of what happens when we're in something so bad that then we enter something else and we compare it to what that last experience was. So anything better than that, even if it's not good, in some way makes it comforting. So he's gone and my mom is there with me, with the kids. And of course, Brahman is like, okay, well, you know, let's just pick up where we left off. And, you know, I cared a lot about him, but I knew that it was, it was time that I needed to just take a step back and just be still. Like the noise, I'll call it, of a relationship. I I couldn't I couldn't do it anymore. And I just went back to work and I'm like, this is it. Like this is the only thing that makes me feel great. Like not just good, but great. Every day I walked in that building and my bosses, you know, Mark and Paul, these guys were like, we were, we were like family. And they appreciated me. They loved me. They valued me. They trusted me. And I was good at what I did. And I helped other people be good. And so it was just the one thing that I had ever found outside of my children that truly, genuinely brought me joy. And, you know, I think about now, um, even just the other day, I was having a conversation with a group of directors about recruiting. And it made me think about how, you know, these guys taught me that you are recruiting everywhere you go. Everywhere you go, you are looking for your next hire. Restaurant, grocery store, doctor's office. Um, as a matter of fact, I, I I recruited someone from our doctor's office that became a long employee of Direct Buy and is one of my good friends and lives here in Georgia now from California. Um, I recruited, we used to go to this bar that was like the neighborhood bar and there was a 
waitress there. And I recruited her. And again, years work for the company and her too. She's actually here in Georgia as well. And that was just like finding people and being able to see something in them that sometimes they didn't even see in themselves and having the power to say, hey, do you want a job? And then it playing out exactly how you knew it would because you could just see the greatness in people. And so even to this day, I don't rely on recruiters to bring me talent. Like that's, I think that's a big miss for for leaders. I am always looking for people outside of the traditional way of hiring people. But these are all the reasons why I loved Direct Buy. It was, it was life changing for me. And at this point in my journey, the real magic hasn't even happened yet. So we are, and this is probably not too long after this occurred, the owners decided to sell the franchise in Chicago. And it was a big decision for them because not only were they selling the franchise, but they were buying a new location in California. California had never been part of the direct buy network because of all of the laws that came along with owning a franchise. And no one wanted to jump through all the hoops and there were laws where you had to tie your money up in a trust and escrow and all kind of crazy stuff. So most people were like, yeah, well, why why would I do that? I would, you know, just buy a location in a different state. But these guys, smartest businessmen to this day that I've ever met. And before IDE was even a thing, these guys, they got it. They understood the magic that happens when you bring people from different walks of life and different backgrounds into one room. Now, I would like to take credit for some of that in, in teaching them that in their journey, because like I said before, even though we did have representation of different race and ethnicity, there wasn't, everyone had a fancy college degree. So I think that that definitely opened their eyes as years went on, but they were very intentional about it. And I'm thankful that early in my career, again, before this was even a thing, 
I was able to experience what happens when you have a sales team that is diverse and when your environment is inclusive and people can just show up and 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 be themselves and whatever that was it was okay cuz these guys um they they were they were good guys and so they decide to sell the business and probably about maybe a little less than half of the staff they would ask to come with them including myself to California or you could stay and work for the new owners well the new owner uh, which is which is funny being in the automotive industry now because I'm so not a car gal but the owner was a dealer he had I think it was a, a Mercedes dealership and I wasn't sure like there's a lot going on right now right like I'm now a single mom of two boys my mom's there but she's gone on the weekends and there's just there's a lot going on and i finally have this house right i've achieved this goal and the american dream and 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 i'm really just trying to get focused and this opportunity comes up and i remember meeting the new owner and i had the opportunity to work with him because he came in and he was going through his training process and he had two daughters his wife and i think maybe his son-in-law were part of the business but during that time I had the opportunity to get to know him and it was clear. There was no way that I was going to work for this guy. Like, I, schmuck is not even, that's the first, <laughs> that's the first word that comes to my mind when I think of him. But it was, yeah, no, not this guy, not me. So now I'm like, okay, how how am I going to do this? So I talked to my sisters and other family members, and they're like, so we're talking about the Bay Area, and this is in 2005. They're like, I, I don't know about this you do know that that is like one of the most expensive places to live in the United States. How much money are you going to be making? And I'm like, I have no idea. This is going to be new. It's going to be new to California. And, but, but it's huge opportunity because the business is also evolving with the internet and all type of things are happening. We're going to start advertising and it, it's a big opportunity to make a lot of money. 
And they were like, Jessica, that's a that's a big risk. You're a single mom with two kids. You're doing really well here. You just bought this house. You're just going to put your house on the market and move across the country to the most expensive place to live. And so I just said, you know what? I got to pray about this. I, I really have to pray and ask God to just show me this path because I'm not sure. So I'm praying and I have a meeting with the owners and we're just talking about what the opportunity is. And the crazy thing about it is, so it's myself and a couple of other employees that decide that we're going to go. And one of the other sales uh, people, we realized, this is going to sound crazy, we realized once we got there, I mean, house is sold, stuff is packed, movers, once we got there, we're like, so how much money are we going to get paid before we start enrolling members? And we're all like, uh, I have no idea. As crazy as that sounds, we literally took a job. There was no offer. There was no talk. There was no guarantee. It is... We think this is a huge opportunity. We went to California to visit, to see the area. We looked at the numbers in terms of what the opportunity was for members. and But we didn't talk about it. Like we trusted these guys so much <laughs> that we, we didn't even ask. Well, what are what are we going to get paid? Well, thankfully, when we got there, our apartments were already set up. We were in luxury apartments in Sunnyvale, California. Our apartments were stocked. When we got there, these guys had already went to Costco and we had food and everything we needed for the house and for the kids and we had movers. Nothing I had experienced before in terms of a moving situation, but it was just an assurance that we didn't have to worry about anything. He had us. And I was thankful. I was thankful. I was thankful that God continued to speak to me in ways that I just knew that I had to just trust the process. And we were there. And I was starting all over. I It was a whole new start. I could put all this shit behind me and just start all over. 
Thank you for tuning in to another